to pivot and start doing something new, it's so fun and very engaging and it brings new life and energy, which I love. Hi, I'm Melanie Barr. Welcome to the She Built It Experience with Melanie. You're here because you want to experience the life and business that you crave. Join me as I talk to women who have successfully built it, a career and business that they love. We dive into the topic of how they built it and talk about everything from having the courage to make career leaps to the details of how to lead effectively, create successful teams, implement strategies for growth, and infuse tech innovation. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. So let's dive in. After producing hundreds of events, Virginia Frischkorn realized the events industry had to change. It is her firm belief that gathering is not a luxury, but a necessity. Her passion shifted from creating luxury experiences for a select few to helping everyday hosts create the same kind of memorable experiences for themselves. Party Trick is her newest venture, a membership-based app that empowers hosts to gather in creative and meaningful ways. Her mission is to take the hassle out of hosting and foster purposeful and meaningful connections through events. You are the founder of the app Party Trick. I love that name. Tell us about it and what led you to come up with the idea to launch your business. Party Trick is all about having a trick up your sleeve, something that empowers you, surprises and delights others. We are a trick for your party hosting. We are also your party trick. And it's fun. It's playful. So the name really speaks to our brand, which is aspirational and attainable with a little bit of humor. Sometimes there's a little grit. Sometimes there's more polish and you do want it to be a little bit more of a secret. I've been a professional event planner for the last 16 years. I had a luxury and ultra luxury event production company prior to starting Party Trick. I grew up in a family that entertained a ton. And for me, it's about the feel that happens when everyone's relaxed, they're having a fun time. Everything's been contemplated. So you do have a beautiful setting, great food, but those individual pieces don't make the party all of those pieces coming together, that makes the party. What exists in the marketplace right now, you can either hire a planner and it's a premium service, or you can go to Pinterest and go on Instagram and you can get ideas for what it would look like. You can go to Food52, get ideas for cocktails as well as food. But as a planner, it's about the holistic experience. And so we are the first of its kind, really taking what I was doing in in the luxury service and bringing it to everyone and using tech to kind of spread our mission, spread what we're able to do. So that's a little bit about Party Trick. And you're right. It really is those small details and having that support helps the host so much because then the host can focus on entertaining and the conversation. Completely. We don't want hosts to go in stressed. I can tell you my father would throw parties where he was so chill. Those were the best. Some they were fancy, some they were not. I think there's so much like picture perfect out there that it's not about the picture perfect. It's about being comfortable and confident with what you've done. And if you want it to be picture perfect, we're going to help with that. If you want to have a pizza party and just not have anxiety about friends coming over to your house, we'll help you with that piece of the puzzle. So walk us through, say I was going to go on party trick right now. Walk us through what that process looks like. We are a subscription-based platform. So you'd sign up as a member. We have a free platform as well as our premier option Very affordable. It's $89 a year, $9 a month. Our goal is to really get people entertaining every day of the week from their Taco Tuesday to Sunday brunch. Once you're signed in into your member portal, 
our experience is really interactive. It's not just here's a long blog that's 32 pages with a ton of links. So an event has three parts, the design, the plan and the details, and then how you produce it. So we break down our platform by theme, by event type. And once you click in, so if you're going into our farm to table dinner, the first section is all about what it looks like. And so we have all the shoppable moments. So a shoppable tablescape, mood boards, options at different price points, how to actually replicate it. It's all curated there for you with direct links out, as well as DIY ideas. So those could link to various blog posts we've written or their one-off hacks to really make it look beautiful. So we make sure you've got that look and the look is great. We then move into the details, which is a whole separate section, and various pop-outs will appear based on the food. So we're going to do three different menus, three different playlists, ideas for cocktails, mocktails, tips for conversation starters, advice on how to invite people on over. So that's all about the planning. And then my favorite part is the execution and how it all comes together. And that's the last section. And that is this interactive component that you experience basically either starting two to four weeks up before the party. So once you enter your party date into our platform, you'll start getting notifications that will either come as emails or SMS, and they're time to remind you what to do and give you the support to do it. So if it's a special event, we do our reminders at four weeks. If it's a day-to-day event, it's about a two-week reminder. So we'll remind you to invite your friends and then send you to a blog post of how to do it. We'll remind you to turn on music. I can tell you I've thrown thousands of parties. I normally have music going all day long when I'm prepping for something, but I've definitely had that party where all of a sudden guests are arriving and something's missing and the music's missing. So we'll send those to you. I can tell you again, as a planner, I've had detailed timelines and checklists, but they're on paper. And so they're sitting there and you lose it because you're running around. You can't find that reminder. So having it on your phone, because everyone's attached to the phone, it pushes and it reminds you to do those things that you know to do, but you might just get caught up in the moment. And, you know, Melanie, you have children. I have children. When kids are running around, you're going to forget to, you know, light that bathroom candle. Yes. I love how you've made it so easy down to the conversation starters and the reminders. And During COVID, I know so many people started to cook and entertain just for themselves in their house. My daughter and I would do Sunday brunches and it became something fun just for our family, but we needed something to celebrate. So my daughter and I would put on loud music and prep the night before. And then we woke up, it was all prepped and all we had to do was cook the food. So fun. It's a great time to share together and pass down certain traditions. My daughter loves setting the table. My mother taught her. So she now is obsessed with making the table look very beautiful. And it's an amazing tradition to pass along, experience to share. Was it challenging to create a tech company and platform? How did you start when you realized what you wanted to create? So many entrepreneurs want to start something, but they don't know how to start it. That's everyone, right? We don't really know what we're doing until we actually get out there and do it. There's no right time to do anything. There's not enough articles that you can read to get you to that confidence level of knowing, I know exactly what I'm doing. As a non-technical founder, my experience is in hospitality. It's in psychology and luxury service. I've had to overcome so much deciding to move from that service into this tech space And it allowed me to identify all of the things I don't know. And I'm sure I still have no idea. So it's about surrounding yourself with the right people. You've got to find the right support, the right tribe, the right cheerleaders that are going to come and help you see your blind spots. And for me, it it was going and talking to so many people, A, doing market research for the product, but then that actually led to conversations of, oh, you should meet my friend. They do X, Y, and Z, as well as going and tapping other professional resources 
and saying, I know nothing about how a SaaS platform works. Who do you know that knows this? Or I've never built an app before. Who do you know? Having so many conversations and jumping over the hurdle of there's never a right time to steal it from Nike, just go out there and do it. And you learn as you go and you pivot as you go. And if you take note of all of those opportunities to learn, eventually the product's going to be that much better. And all of a sudden you're going to look back and like, whoa, wait, I just did this, which is really empowering and so exciting. And I think especially at later stages. So, you know, I had a large part of my career already, I had 16 years doing something else to pivot and start doing something new. It's so fun and very engaging and it brings new life and energy which I love. Yes. Change can be fun. And that's really good advice because we're bombarded so much during our day with do this, or you have to do this, or you won't be successful. So I love that you started with the people and surrounded yourself with the right people. People want to help. If you ask for help, people love helping other people. So really start with the people. Yeah. Go and research and read, but you could read for two years and not get much further along. Having the people also provide some external accountability. And if you say you're going to do something and other people know that, sometimes there's the great idea of keep it quiet and then surprise everyone. But I really like roping in and pulling in the support because people want to support. That's so true. I always say if it's in my calendar, I'll do it. I'll make it happen if it's in my calendar. So you're so right. Yeah. You own other businesses too. Tell us about them. And how did your business continue to expand? So I started in luxury event production. I was working at the Little Nell Hotel, which is a five-star, five-diamond property in Aspen, Colorado. It was 2008 and the world was changing. And what's now a seven-person department was two of us. My boss at the time was being diagnosed with a medical condition. So it was so hard. Um, And I learned so, so much. We couldn't say no. We needed every single dollar that came through that door, but we had very limited resources. So to get super creative. And after a year and a half of doing that, I was like, oh God, there's got to be a better way. I also saw what the planners were doing. So launched my first business, which was called Bluebird Productions. And that did luxury, ultra luxury event production for corporate, social, nonprofit, and weddings. We also were doing some event PR. We were doing a little social media management. We were just trying to figure it out. I immediately built a team because again, I love having people around power numbers. And when you're starting something, you don't know what's going to stick entirely. Bluebird ended up taking off in the wedding space. We were very quickly recognized on Martha Stewart, Over the Moon, Brides, BizBash, The Knot, all those good mass publications as one of the top planners in the country. And it was amazing, but we definitely ran with it. We started doing a ton of weddings. Weddings come in many different shapes and sizes and styles. Even a $300,000 wedding, that's a crazy big wedding, but that devalues the services for a million dollar wedding. So I went ahead and then segmented Bluebird and we tiered it based on the service type and we've created separate brands. So Bluebird was our luxury and ultra luxury. And then we created another company, which is called Something Blue by Bluebird. That was our little sister. Everyone's got to have their Something Blue at their wedding day. I love your names. So fun. (laughs) Thank you. Something Blue was great because it allowed us to use our systems and operations, our workflow, all of the templates that we spent years creating to do a higher volume in that more, I call it the lovely market. Um, And so we were able to do a lot of weddings that were of the same production quality, but at a lower price point. So that was amazing. 
We then created a course for other planners. It was called the Wedding Planners Blueprint. And then I have the Aspen Picnic Company as well, which is super fun from two-person picnic to we've done picnics for some of our corporate groups, 40, 60 people on top of the mountains. It's all about creating an experience and all the businesses, you know, they're all interrelated. It's all this mission to get people together, create memorable experiences. The execution is just different across the board. I love that. And reading about your businesses made me want to go on a picnic myself. I don't remember the last time I went to a dinner in that type of setting. Yeah. Changing the setting from the everyday is what actually causes the memory to imprint. If you think about it from the psychological impact and how your brain works, when you change what's around you, that memory is going to be enhanced. And when you have people around you, memories are enhanced. It's proven that's how our brain works in memories. When there's elevated moments and when there's community, you imprint memories much faster and deeper. I love bringing people together, planning and hosting a good party. How has using tech made events more accessible? A lot of times... People live in locations where they don't know planners. They don't have the resources to hire a planner. And what tech does is it allows us to expand our reach. It also allows us to source inspiration and source products that we might not be able to find in our local market. With Party Check, we can reach anyone in the world and we can give them at a fraction of the cost a planner in your pocket. We do custom parties for people. I've had like four custom party requests come in this morning alone from a bridal shower to a kid's birthday party. We're doing a very special anniversary date night as well that came in this morning. You have the ability to have a planner in your pocket with, with a service like this. And without tech, we can't reach those people. We can't actually service them. We can't communicate. We can't give them these ideas. And our platform being interactive allows it to be digestible. Every party that goes onto our platform is 30 pages. No one's going to read that. It's about making it easy. So if you make it digestible, people are more apt to actually host whatever you're planning for them. That's so true. And sometimes we want, just want things done for us. If we have kids, we just want it done for us to where we don't have to put too much thought into it. And I spoke on a panel yesterday and we talked about moving from brick and mortar type sales to online. And I agree with you. I think now we have so much more tremendous opportunity to reach people with what we are good at doing. I love that you can go and you can learn from an expert. You can source whether it's a large corporation or whether it's a small artisan that without tech, we wouldn't be able to get to them. But we still want people to get around that table versus just communicate. Peloton, for instance, it's amazing. I mean, I have a Peloton. I ride it. I still want to go to the gym. I still want to run with my girlfriends. I don't want to do everything totally alone. And so for us, we want our tech to make it easier, but it's really about still creating that in-person experience. That's what matters at the end of the day. You split your time between two locations and run multiple businesses. We can always hear more productivity hacks. What do you do that helps you to be more efficient when managing a busy lifestyle? Life is very full and single mom live between two locations, constantly running around. I have to lean into a super tight controlled schedule. So it's all about time blocking. It's also knowing what works for me and how to optimize my workflow. I don't work well at night. It's scheduling my deep work early in the morning. I don't think everyone's a morning person. So that whole like wake up at four and work is a great success thing. It works for me, but I can tell you, I have a lot of friends who do their best work late. So learn your body and then time block and keep those boundaries. Say no and create systems and templates. I love workflows in Asana, things that trigger, things that can be automated, I love this acronym of TACO. What can you terminate? 
So what can you remove from your list when you're planning it? What can you automate through the workflows or zaps? What can you consolidate? Are there meetings that are back-to-back, but then you may have weird chunks of time? Can you consolidate them more? Can you consolidate the tasks? And then last, oh, what can you outsource? What can I ask an assistant to do? What could I find a virtual assistant to do? I have a team in the Philippines that does a lot of our data upload. And we can outsource a lot of things and get a lot more done quickly. Um, And it's just a better use of time and money. So using the taco method and very strict boundaries has been really helpful for me. I love that. Such good advice. I can't wait to put those in the notes for everyone to make sure everyone's using the, the taco method. On Sunday night, plan your week ahead and plan your week with those things in mind and literally write down, what are you tacoing this week? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm going to try that. Do it. Do it. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. What is one way that you make sure to find and live your joy each day? It's getting outdoors and spending time with my children. So I try every single day to get outside and pause and find that moment of beauty. And that's a sunrise. It's a sunset. It's the mountains. So that fills me with joy with my babies. They fill me with so much joy. And every single day I have to have some great touch point. So true. Nature grounds us so much. And I read something about what hugging does to our immune systems and for our brains. So every morning I try to take five minutes and just hug them in the morning as they're waking up. And I just started to do that recently. And it's so it's 10 minutes, but I, it so changes the day. It totally does. Humans need touch. It releases oxytocin and then all the great positive levels that come out of that. I love that start of your day. You are building incredible and super fun businesses. I love all the names. So creative. They make you want to go on and check out what you're doing. Please tell us how and where we can find you. Partytrick.com at Partytrick on Instagram, Partytrick underscore on TikTok. I'm VirginiaTrafton.com. Come check us out. Thank you for joining us today. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me at hello at shebuiltit.com on our SheBuiltIt website or at SheBuiltIt on social. Thank you to my editor, Rich Streffolino, who always makes us sound good. Until next time, let nothing stop you from experiencing the life and business that you crave.